unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Just a word before we start. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Okay, let's continue. All right, copywriters, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. And today, I'm going to probably just sit back and absorb all the information because we have a very special guest with us, and I'm going to turn it over to David. Thanks, Nathan. You know, if you Google the word busy, a large image of a billboard on US 92 in St. Petersburg, Florida will show up with Kevin Rogers' face on it. <laughs> okay, that's not really true, but it might as well be. Kevin's about the busiest guy I know, and trust me, I know a lot of busy people, and I'm kind of busy myself. Nathan's kind of busy himself. But right now, and this is just what I know, and I probably know only scratching the surface what I know, uh, Kevin has two podcasts himself. Uh, he's running Copy Chief. One of the things with Copy Chief is he's taking uh, newer copywriters, and just in the last month, he has gotten over six figures, or six figures rather, of of contracts underway with entrepreneurs and major publishers. Um, and so we're really lucky that we were able to carve out some time. And thank you, Kevin, for for coming on. Let me let me tell the folks a little bit about you, and then we can jump in to what we're going to talk about today. Uh, before he became a copywriter, Kevin was a very successful stand-up comic. Very successful means dead broke. <laughs> but, but he was showing up on some pretty interesting stages and some pretty interesting venues. And then he had a, um, he'd also had a background in, in sales, and he realized some of the things he was doing that were making people laugh, some of the formulas, a formula he was using for jokes, would work really well in copy. And, he, um, you know, trampolined into copywriting. I, I remember when he was just getting started and, and he, he just took over the internet. He was making so much money for clients and we will have to assume for himself. And he's still a very in-demand sales consultant, although I'm not sure he's writing for clients at all anymore, but he does have this uh, membership site where there's a waiting list. I've never heard of that before. Uh, that a membership site with a waiting list, but I believe it. It's Copy Chief. I I know this is good not only because I know Kevin and I trust him and I know the people he's attracting, but I've talked to some of the members and uh, I, I get great reports. So, Kevin, welcome. Thank you for being here. And today we'd like to uh, talk about going pro, uh, which you know you had to do, I had to do. I'm not very good at explaining it. You seem to actually have developed a system which you're using and helping people with. Um, so yeah. how's that sound? Yeah, sounds great. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, man. This is an honor. I know you guys don't bring on many guests. And Garf, uh, you and I have been longtime friends. But before that, you were a, a mentor of mine, first by, by proxy. 
and then right. directly. And so, uh, major hats off and an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. And I'm glad you're here. So yeah, going pro man, big topic. Um, <sighs> you know, where do we start? Um, if, well, let's, let's talk about, um, maybe someone who isn't even ready for copy chief. I mean, I saw something this morning in the Gary Halbert Facebook group and it was somebody who, um, by her name looked like she was Vietnamese. And she said, I want to start copywriting. Where do I start? You know, when people ask me that there are only two places I have full confidence to send them Carlton's simple writing system. And of course, copy chief. And mm -hmm. they can't always get into either one. But, you know, what do you tell people? How do you how do you shepherd or Sherpa people along when they're at the very beginning? Yeah, well, it's well, the cool, one of the cool things about copy chief is that I'd say primarily we have working copywriters, people who are at that mid level of their career. Um, but we also are very newbie friendly. In regards to, um, we have a lot of trainings that can get you started just understanding the concept of how copy works. And then you could take all of our trainings sort of like a course or pick and choose what you think you need right now. Uh, but it, from someone like the person you mentioned, who's really just discovering that this thing exists, I remember very well when that happened to me, it felt like this second coming of inspiration in my life where, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that there was a, a second thing after stand-up comedy, which I decided to stop, you know, doing as a, as a career. Oh, oh let, let me interrupt you. A, a couple of things. First of all, same thing for me. And I was more than dead broke. I was technically bankrupt. Okay. Mm -hmm. The IRS was, um, you know, you didn't know that they actually employ wolves and wolverines to come after people. They, they have <laughs> I've heard, I've heard tale. Yeah, they were coming after me. And the other thing is, I I found copywriting a second inspiration from the mm -hmm. other kind of writing I was doing. The second thing is, you are back in stand-up comedy now. Not to go non-linear on you or anything, but you've been doing this for a year, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we can cover that whole story of of how I ended up back to it. Because like you said, I in the intro, uh, it, it wasn't until I, I started discovering the parallels of the career I'd left behind with my new passion that things, you know, really started to click for me in regards to things I could do or had capacity of that other people may not. And, and it was, it was our friend, John Carlton, who pointed that out as an unfair advantage of mine. And, yeah. and, and that's when things got really interesting, but, but to stay on course just for a minute, in case our friend is listening and needs help. Um, look, my criteria, when people say to me, what do you look for in a copywriter? I say hand cramps, right? I, I want, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, yeah. I want, I want dedication, you know, because I, I have personally coached, uh, David, people really just starting from scratch and people who are, you know, 10, 15 years into their career and help them both get pretty amazing results. And, and the only thing they had in common sometimes, I mean, personality wise, interest wise, certainly career-wise, was that they were uh, almost unjustifiably passionate, passionate about writing great copy, doing great work. So if somebody's new and they are, if somebody's kicking the tires around this old copy thing, let's see what this is about. I'm like, yeah, let me know when you get there, right? When I get on right. the phone with somebody and they are obsessed, I can hear it. And then they, uh, they also have to be smart and they have to be cool for me. Like I don't deal with people who 
have big chips on their shoulders or don't know how to deal with other humans. I just, I don't have any time for that. But, um, you know, passion is, is the single biggest qualifier. Then of course we start to drill down into things like empathy and control and, and, uh, things like that. But, uh, you know, David, I'm sure we, we all see the, 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 the same patterns of, of what makes someone great. And I'll also say this, if you are starting from scratch and you are really passionate about this copywriting uh, thing, uh, you will get good fast. You know, um, I know that in my case, and I know uh, other guys, I started around the same time with like, like Chris Adad, you know, within three years, you're, you're making noise, right? And you're getting results. And you're sort of becoming in demand. And that is not a coincidence. It's because the, when people find this and it's right for them and they're right for it. it the, the, I, I remember, David, the exact moment when I was typing and it all just clicked. And I went, oh, okay, I get it. Like I, I, I changed on a cellular level, right? Mm-hmm. I, I went from going, I think I get this. I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of writing what I think this is supposed to sound like to all of a sudden, I don't know what happened or if this is how it happens for everybody, but in one fluid moment, it, I just went, <laughs> and suddenly I was, I was like, I am now writing copy. I can see it. I can feel it. This is different. And there was no turning back. And if you, if you're listening and you've had that moment, then you are a copywriter. So for somebody who's not at the point where they're in demand yet, because I know a lot of the listeners are probably at that uh, pre-three-year stage, and they're still hunting down people. Uh, all of us on the call, we kind of have the luxury that people come to us. For someone who's not at the point where, pe- where they're in demand and people are coming to them, um, and, and they're still in the prospecting stage, do you have any tips for people like that? Yeah, sure do. I, I have an entire program for people like that. <laughs> but um, it, it, here's what I've learned uh, is that th- there's a few different ways y- you'll end up if you're at that stage. But it, there's one road that will lead you to what your path should be of those three. And the path is this. And this is a I want to p- put a really important caveat on, on this piece of advice. Uh and that is the caveat is it has to be honest, uh, and it can, it cannot be for manipulation, but the advice is you need to start teaching what you know now. And when I say what, you know, what I mean is the things you have done in your work, even if it's just practice, even if it's just studying the greats, what you're learning is valuable to other people more than you probably realize. Freelancers make a mistake of sitting around and waiting to be anointed uh, and sort of get this invisible permission before they're allowed to become an authority. If you are particularly good at writing email copy for the health supplement niche, let's say, and you study every day the kind of email that the top producers are putting out and you're creating your own little checklist and your own little revelations about what's great about those emails and what others are missing that's keeping them from producing like they should, then you have special knowledge. And when you display that special knowledge by teaching it in a blog post, maybe a a special report, 
you will send a signal to the industry that you're somebody with a lot of passion who does the most important thing that I see not happening with a lot of these fake poser copy gurus these days is they don't think they're not thinking and they're not showing how they think. If you're, if you've developed a, a belief system and a thought process around why a particular type of copy works, you don't have to have it all figured out. But if you've got one part of it figured out, put that on display because the clients, the hungry clients out there, if they can learn that you're someone of this, this uh, cut of this cloth, then your phone will start to ring. That's excellent advice. Um, you know, um, Carlton talks about what he calls the shameless horror stage. And um, in other words, you're writing for free for anybody. <laughs> you're doing what they want. And I, I think there's some value to that. I don't think you can always hang out your shingle and, and start collecting good fees right away. Sometimes you need to transition to it. But I really like what you said because um, not only are you going to help other people and attract attention to yourself, but you learn better when you teach. Exactly you, right. You, you get to own it at a, like you were saying, at a cellular level in your bones at a, you know, almost at an unconscious level. So I've never yeah. heard that idea before, but I really like it. That's great. Thank idea. you. I'm glad you like it. Cause you're a teacher, David, as we know, and, uh, you know, as well as anyone, it, it goes back to what I said about thinking, right? If you're going to teach something, then you have no choice, but to critically think through the steps, check yourself. Is this, is what I'm saying true? Can somebody check my work? Am I showing the results of what I'm saying here? Uh, and if you can't, then you shouldn't teach it and you should maybe lower your standard for that moment and find something else to, to teach. But, uh, so to answer your question, I think the thing to do that, that people look, there, there are, there are, uh, entities out there that teach cold calling and cold prospecting and those kinds of things. And I, Maybe it's just because uh, it's I couldn't do it. I, I, I'm just the, the antithesis of how I teach even a new copyright. Again, the criteria is you've got to be good. And to me, good means really passionate and you're applying critical thought to, to the process. Yeah, I, I think those are the two things. And you've got to study, you know, right? You've, I mean, you've, you've got to take courses. You've, I, I think a, a key thing about copy chiefs that I like so much that's pretty rare if you don't happen to be lucky to know people or be in an agency or be in a mastermind and i'm not all that hot on agencies as you could imagine um is the the nice thing about copy chief that's rare is you're interacting with other people you know one of the one of the great uh, paradoxes about copy is it's a very solo activity right it, you do a lot of it by yourself but it does definitely involve other people both as a business um, activity and as a creative activity you, you can't do it all alone it, it has to do it, it exists inside of a social world and inside of a social business structure right and so if you can find a way to be around people i i just started with a new mentoring client this morning who's in a copy logic group that's not mm -hmm. my favorite thing frankly but mm -hmm. it, he's gotten a lot out of it and he's yeah. met a lot of people and it's gotten into some, gotten him into some daily practices. Good, good for him, you know? Yeah. It, well, that's our, our slogan in copy chief is uh, nobody writes alone. And that's exactly what we mean, David, is that 
the, the concept for Copy Chief is that the, the the membership, the forum, the community itself sort of is the chief, right? In that we're all chiefs in that we can all give our feedback and our insights. And, you know, if you're a member in Copy Chief and you feel like you don't have a lot of experience, what's great is you may have a lot of experience with a certain product, right? Or a certain uh, market. And you say, yeah, I'm, I'm just really studying to become a direct response copywriter. But I've been divorced twice, or I just went through a divorce, and this, you know, the way you're talking about this product uh, to help someone with their divorce is is wrong because the emotion is not correct. I can tell you what it should. So everybody gets to contribute, and everybody gets to see uh, because we test what we critique. Uh, you know what what's actually working and what's not. So, hey, let me ask you something. How would you like a complete copywriting course? packed into a $10 Kindle book. Yeah? Then let me invite you to try Breakthrough Copywriting. It's only $10 and it's available now on Amazon as a Kindle. Breakthrough Copywriting was originally a $5,000 live seminar I held in Las Vegas. People flew in from all over the world to attend Breakthrough Copywriting. This Kindle book by the same name is a complete version of my four presentations at the seminar. If you would like to dig into copywriting basics or refresh the knowledge you already have, then you'll really like Breakthrough Copywriting. A-listers like John Carlton, Joe Sugarman, and Bob Bly give this book an A+, and you can read the reviews right on the Amazon site. This episode of the Copywriters Podcast is sponsored by Breakthrough Copywriting. Check this book out at Amazon.com today. And now, back to the Copywriters Podcast program, already in progress. Okay, great. So we've been pretty positive, and these are a lot of valuable ideas. Let's talk about the dumb stuff people do that maybe they could avoid doing and not learn some lessons that aren't really necessary to learn, but too many people end up learning them anyway. Yeah, it's a good it's a good question. Um, a, a couple of ways we could drill this down. One is dumb mistakes freelancers make in their business which is, uh, I, I'd have to put at the top of that list, not working with a contract. Um, something I did early in my career made the same mistake because look, you, you know, when you, when you first hanging out your shingle, you just want to prove the model, right? That, okay, I'm good enough to where, uh, people will pay me. I can actually make money with this. I can someday make this my career. And you're so eager to succeed at, at that scenario that you forego the formalities of, you know, somebody recommends you or you get on the phone with somebody, they're like, yeah, price sounds right. Let's do it. They pay. It used to fascinate me that people I met one time over a 20 minute Skype call would PayPal me thousands of dollars, right? With no contract, no, just like on faith. And I was a good person. And of course, took that very seriously and never uh, not delivered for anybody. But of course, you learn, you hear horror stories of, of all oh, that yeah. happening. And what it was actually our friend Stan Dahl, uh, David, who, who taught me, you've got to have a contract in place. And not only do you need a contract, but your client has deliverables just like you have deliverables. And if those deliverables aren't met and those deadlines aren't met, there's deposits to be lost. You can't just screw up your entire calendar because they didn't feel the importance of getting you the research material. Right. Uh, yep. and, and so that seems looking back like a, like a really dumb thing to overlook, but I understand why it happens. You're just eager to prove the model 
So I'd say that's one huge mistake that you can avoid. It's like, and here's the, the secret to it is that when you have a contract and when you make very clear what the stipulations are for doing a project with your client, yeah, it's a little bit more friction, but it does two things. Number one, it filters out uh, a, a potentially nefarious client. And it also gives the right client a ton of confidence that they found the right person because you know what the hell you're doing and you know what this project needs to succeed. That's great. Uh, really good piece of advice. When people come in all starry-eyed and dewy-eyed and they really don't know about marketing or direct response or advertising, what are some common misconceptions you've run across that would be good to clear up even before they even start or before they start another day or another project or before they join Copy Chief if they can get in? What are some common beginner misconceptions that you've seen? Hmm. Let's see. I guess, uh, you know, I, we're fortunate in, in Copy Chief that people typically only find their way there if they are passionate and they are serious. Um, I can tell you what I see a lot of in other places. Okay. It, that works. It, it is, is yeah. people um, thinking that they, well, here's an easy one. Well, I'm sorry. I want to answer your question correctly. You asked me for misconceptions they have. A yep. misconception is that all you have to do is know the material and all you have to do is read some of the classic books. And I see a lot of people getting stuck in this cycle of being a part of a discussion and sometimes having amazingly strong opinions about what works and what doesn't. And it's very clear they have zero experience with any campaign ever. And further, they also seem to have a whole lot of time to spend on places like Facebook, uh, arguing with other people. And they get the false belief because of what happens to your brain when you take a side and fight for an idea that they're actually being productive and actually so somehow becoming an expert. When what they all, it, but in reality, uh, because they're not actually doing the work and getting results, they could choose any topic, could be politics, it could be their favorite sports team, and engage in the same thing. And they feel like they're just as much an expert on that topic, but they wouldn't accidentally screw somebody by, with, by giving bad advice or taking money when they haven't earned it yet. Okay, that's really good. Why don't you give us a, your, your favorite success story from Copy Chief? Um, because we could all use a little inspiration and aspiration and perspiration. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you one who involves a, a friend of ours uh, who I won't mention directly because she asked me, um, getting close to giving it away here. I know um, who it is already. Say, say no more. Okay. And this is a person who is doing so many things right more than she might even realize, but she's not only has a great deal of talent, she's incredibly kind and, and generous, and she finds ways to align with people that she knows she, she wants to learn from. And she was at the, at, at the copy chief live, and she is now talking to some very high level publishers about some very real contracts that I think will move her, her life in the direction that she's desired for a while. And that excites me on the highest level for everything I do. 
all the thankless days, David, all the pain in the ass customers you, you sometimes run across, all those things to me are washed away when a story like that happens because all, somebody trusted me and they trusted other people they respect and they trusted their, their talent and their desire. And then to see it come to fruition, uh, where they actually get to do the thing they want in their life. Um, uh, you know, man, it's just, there's nothing like it. And I know that's what you've done over your entire career, David. So you, you can certainly relate. It, it's thank you. It's a good feeling. Well, we won't give away the person's name, but I'll say anonymous, a anonymous, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <All right>. yes. <laughs> okay, good. Well, Nathan, shall we wrap this one up so we can tell people what, what's on next week? Of course, in our secret studio recording schedule, we're going to do these back to back. So, <laughs> you know, have, have another, uh, Three shots of espresso, Kevin, and then we can come back. Uh, Kevin Rogers, thank you so much. Great information. It's copychief.com. Get on the waiting list. Is there is there any other way that people can get some of your information? Because I know it's sort of hard to get into Copy Chief. Yeah. We did a wait list because we want to make sure we onboard people really well. And so we only open once a month for that reason. Uh, I could tell you that I will be releasing the videos from Copy Chief Live soon as a as a standalone non-member opportunity, you know. So uh, that'll be that'll be really cool. That's a way to get a taste. And of course, the podcast. Uh, I actually have three shows total: <laughs> uh, okay. Truth About Marketing, Copy Chief Radio, and the occasional one we I do with John called uh, Psych Insights for Modern Marketers. Okay, let's do that again. Um, the Truth About Marketing. Copy Chief Radio, and on special occasions with John Carlton, Psych, P-S-Y-C-H, Psych Insights, right? That's correct. All right. Well, Kevin, thanks, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week when we can talk about comedy and copywriting. Love it. Thank you. If you found this episode valuable, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That way you'll never miss a show.